Five, five, five. Five, five, five. Five, five, My name is Will Fitzgerald, and this is the last in the season of the Galway Film Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening all winter as much as I've enjoyed bringing these episodes to you. It's always a pleasure to sit down and talk with filmmakers I admire about their craft, but it's been a really fun experience to have you listening in and engaging with us and hopefully gleaning something, whether it's insight or just entertainment, from any or all of these episodes. We're hoping to maybe do one or two bonus episodes between now and this year's Film Flaw, so keep your eyes on your feeds, those of you who are subscribed. And if you're not subscribed, why not? Subscribe now, and we'll be back with another full season after this year's festival. Speaking of the festival, a reminder that feature film submissions are now open for the 2019 Galway Film Flaw. Go to GalwayFilmFlaw.com to find out the deadlines and prepare your submission. You don't want to miss out. The 2019 Film Flaw will take place from the 9th to the 14th of July. I hope we'll see you all there. Come and say hi. As the preparation for Flaw 2019 begins in earnest, I'll be travelling to other cities and festivals. Maybe I'll see some of you along the way. I'll be in Berlin next month for the festival and the European film market. Again, please say hi if you've been listening. I'm with the show, and today I'm talking to a filmmaker whose career I've really seen go from strength to strength during the years I've been at Galway. In 2014, when our team was selecting short films for that year's festival, we viewed a short film submission called Boogaloo and Graham that floored me. The directing, the acting, and the balance between the light and dark of the story. It was fantastic. I believe it's available to view online, so we'll put a link to the show notes to that. But that film was produced by Brian J. Faulkner, who's been to Galway with many short films before and since. And it was a true delight to see him tread the boards of the Town Hall Theatre this past year to present his first feature film, The Dig. Brian, thanks for taking the time. Hi, thank you very much. Pleasure. Uh, so you're here in Galway uh, with your new feature, first feature, even yep. right? Yeah, yeah that's the dig, right. Uh, which had a rapturous uh, reception uh, yeah. last night. Went down a storm. Congrats. Um, but we want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk to you because uh, you're the first producer that we've talked to on the show, um, and I know that's like a path that people don't come by conventionally. Um, it's uh, maybe tell us about your own particular journey uh, to doing what you do. Yeah, okay. Um, well, so I've made films since um, I think 2003 is the first time I picked up a camera and I did it for the crack, you know. Um, I just met this guy and thought I needed to make a documentary about him. And so, like, I literally started. At the same time, I then um, uh, f- went to engineering, uh, went to university to t- study structural engineering. So I ended up getting an engineering job because um, I needed cash. Mm. And that whole time I was um, shooting short films. So, like, I had kind of two careers running at the same time. Um, and then, so I made maybe, like, 12 short films, something like that. And then I made Boogaloo and Graham, which was screened at the FLA 2015, mm-hmm. 2014? Something like that, yeah. 2014. Um, was it first screening, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it so. was. Yeah, I think it, it was our first screening. We got the special mention. And at that point, it was just, like, that was the start of... Th- the change of everything um, for me. Toronto picked it up then, and then it went on to Berlin, um, er, like basically everywhere. Um, and it ended up getting the winning the BAFTA for best short film and Oscar nomination. So that was the end. That was twenty started twenty fifteen. Like I've been at this point, I'd already been developing feature films for ages. Like um, the whole thing with me and 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 um, 
like my progression as a filmmaker is that I still would maintain I haven't a clue what I'm doing do you know and it's every day is kind of learning so we spent a long time developing projects feature film projects and I think you have to develop a, a script to learn how to develop a script if that makes sense so in 2015 I'd already been developing feature films for years with a few few different writers and and you know we were a long way off you know like mm. really like we kind of thought right we've done a short now we're going to do a feature and we'll shoot it next year you know the reality is for us it was like you know it's six years seven years of just focusing on the medium of feature films so um so in 2015 i was still working as an as an engineer and the baftas and everything came along and i decided i had to give it a go so i quit i had like four i had four months like of savings in my in my bank account um and so like i kind of said to my wife marion i was like what should i do like i really i think i should give this a go and she was like just fucking do it i'm sick of listening to you <laughs> talking about doing it just do it so i literally just quit and um and then at that but that was 20 end of 2015 and i literally haven't looked back you know so I got a BFI Vision Award. They supported me as the 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 the, the only Irish producer uh, with a Vision Award, and what that means is they give me two years um, of development, uh, like a sort of a slate, um, mm. which then um, helps me develop projects. So that's what I'm kind of have, have. It's given me a two year window to focus on what I want to do. And and again, like I would still say, having a clue, mm-hmm. what so what I'm doing. I'm sort of like working it out as I go along. So, you know. I only know which projects I really want to develop by developing projects that I know that I've then stepped aside and said, you know what, we've taken that as far as I can take it, you know, and it's maybe I, a big thing for me to realize is that, you know, just because I can't do something with a project doesn't mean nobody can, you know, and it's about mm-hmm. knowing when to, for everybody's sake, to kind of pass it off or continue. So, and then, so then the dig came up last year. Um, so it was actually November, 2017, like, because Northern Iron Screen have been a massive support um, to me and to, to all the filmmakers in the North. And um, so I've been chipping on their toes. You know, I actually in 2015, I got offered the producing job to, to, to produce a film through their new talent focus um, mm. a thing scheme where they basically give like a quarter of a million quid to make the film. And um, I found out it had to be delivered um the day before I got married in 2015. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing I got married in 2015 as well. So that was a big year. <laughs> it was a big year, but I, so I turned it down because I went, I went for it and was going for it. And then I was like, this is madness. You know, I can't do it. So I, um, I, I, I pulled the pin on that project, but so I could have made my first feature film a few years ago. Mm. So, so, but then at the end of 2015, um, or sorry, 2017, um, I went into Northern Ireland, 2016, sorry, I went into Northern Ireland screen and said, you know, what projects do you what projects you develop and that you like you know because they have this new town focus scheme which the dig was financed through mm-hmm. and i said what projects do you like i was like i, I basically kind of like you know i'm ready i want to do the next feature film and um so i found out what projects they liked and the dig was this project they've been developing for a while and they were they were really complimentary about it and you know you know the film very well now so mm-hmm. you know it's the perfect it's the perfect model for independent it low really budget is. feature yeah. you know we give ourselves the best chance and um so i went and met the writer actually met him exactly a year the day i met the writer in 20 in 2016 november was exactly a year when we were on set for first day of principal photography wow. so that whole process took took us a year so i met him i then said like let's do this so he was up for it um we did a lot of script development 
Um, you know, we back and forward with Northland Screen, they were great with that. We then, um, yeah, brought the directors on at a certain point, and I suppose then that takes us up to where we are now with the dig, you know? Yeah. So did you attach Ryan and Andy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, like, so I've I've produced um, one short film with Ryan and Andy before called Insulin, uh, which is one of the survivalist short films mm. um, for Stephen Fingleton's survivalist. And, like, I've known the guys for years. But, like, we've we've all grown up in as friends, like, over the last 15 years, but we've, we've always had this little, like, unspoken competition amongst all peers. <laughs> Do you know, it's like, what's your next film? All right, we're doing this, you know? And it was always, like, you know, when I was work, I work a lot with a, a writer-director called John Beer in Belfast, and, you know, we're, like, it always drove us. Like, it's like, what are the Toehills doing next? Like, right, right. So, like, but then I produced the Toehills short film, uh, Insulin, and so I've known them intimately forever, and, like, you know, if you look at the Toehills' last films that they've done, The Dig is the natural progression for that. They are the filmmakers who, um, you know, who if you had a line of 100, they would have been the guys. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to find the right director for a project. And, you know, sometimes well, I presume when you're looking at directors, it's, you know, at that stage, you don't know what the right director is. You have to use your gut, you know. Like we, we saw a few different directors in, in, in Northern Ireland um, with Northern Ireland Screen for it. And the guy, you know, they, they were all great. You know, there's a few directors who are, you know, it's a guy called Daniel Holmes, Aidan Largy. These guys are, like, mm. coming up, and they're amazing. You know, like, and I said to them, I was like, guys, just, you know, another couple of shorts, and you guys are there. You know, they're really fantastic, talented people. Uh, but when the Toehills came in for the interview, like, you could see them burst, and it was like this was their opportunity, and they were taking it. And I knew, like, I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like I, I, knew, I knew they were going to do it, like, mm-hmm. impress. But they came in with like a booklet, a lookbook. They'd gone out to the bog, you know. They'd gone out to the bog, um, taking pictures with with props, actors, costume. You know, they arranged the photo shoot and was like, "This is how we see it." I must, I'll, 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 I'll send you a copy of it. I have it in PDF. Yeah, please do. Because it's too. fascinating. Because I looked at it last week, but like they were just like, you know, like if we turned around to them and said, you thanks but no thanks guys like I'd say Ryan would have broken a chair over my head you know like he wanted it that much you know so yeah we were just so fortunate and they give they give 110 percent you know yeah absolutely they talked about uh as well the the community um because we we had them on the show and they were talking about the community amongst uh the filmmakers in Belfast and how it's like a small tight-knit group yeah um so it's interesting to hear as well like from another person's perspective about the competitive element as well. Yeah. Um, it's really healthy. Like, yeah. Because yeah. we're, you know, like, like perfect example, the FLA, like we spent years as a collective group trying to get shorts in here, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time we got a short in, it's like, you know, and then you straight away, you'd be like, oh, who else from Northern Ireland got a short in? You'd be looking, you'd be like, oh, those guys did it brilliant. And then you're immediately on the phone going, right, guys, so yours is on a 10, ours is on a 12, we'll be in the bar at two, you know, and you plan it, you know, as a, t- as a collective, yeah. like, and it was, and like, it was amazing, like, because with the whole um, Boogaloo and Graham thing, and like the BAFTAs, when we got the BAFTA nomination, I remember, I got like five phone calls, it was weird, it was like, they were all paced out back to back from Brendan Muller, Mullen, Bad Day for the Cup producer from Belfast, incredible guy, incredible producer, him, a couple of directors, a writer, and like all these calls came in and it was, everyone was just like fucking brilliant. Like, and then, you know, it was like, it was, I know it sounds silly because like 
you know, we I have the BAFTA and Michael Lennox and Ronan Blaney have the BAFTA. Mm-hmm. But like ever it just felt like we were doing it for everybody. Yeah, do you know? It's like and, your home team, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it was and then like on the on the wider thing then we felt that across Ireland as a whole. Do you know, everyone was just like the thing about filmmaking, I think the attitude we all have is it's so fucking hard to make a film. Do you know? And it's mm. it's a crazy thing to want to do, but only people who do it underst- get you know, only we who do it understand what you get out of it. You know, and particularly for producers because, you know, like, like even last night in the Q and A, which was incredible, um, at the dig premiere, like I just stood there and said very little until somebody asked me what the budget was and I told them to fuck off. <laughs> but like I just stood there like That's as a producer, a like. I kind of celebrate on the inside, you know, and that that was a really yeah. momentous thing for us. But there's just a real, it's I don't know, it's not like anybody created this. Only the filmmakers. It's just family feel of everybody just wants everybody to do well because it's success by osmosis. You know, yeah. if you have somebody like Bad Day for the Cut doing really well, you know, I now say, well, the dig, yeah, it was fi- financed through the same scheme that produced such films as Bad Day for the Cut and The Survivalist. You know that immediately. It's a mark it's of quality. It's been an amazing scheme. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so as well, like again, because you've got such an impressive roster of shorts. Um, so I guess you're a big believer in the shorts as a proving ground. Um, for filmmakers, I know shorts like they usually, like everyone considers them a calling card for a, a director. Yeah. But as a producer, um, you know, it's really been a path that you've yeah, taken like, to success. I think I don't actually know. It's at the point now. I don't know many shorts have done. I think it's like sixteen or something completely a hundred percent like shorts are the most important thing you know my 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 training for producer was uh engineering degree and short mm-hmm. films mm-hmm. and i put a lot of what i what i am as a producer is down to the engineering degree because i worked in the office environment i worked under high pressure you know um high pressure situation for a long time and you know i just i like even stupid stuff like my organization which is not stupid for a producer it's really important all came from from the structure that was set up within the engineering company yeah i basically just took their whole filing systems you know i like stupid stuff like all all their templates for everything from letters because you know if i'm sending the letter it has to be an official you know it has to look good you have to give a you know people need to believe that you're a producer you know yeah um, but I like short, when fi- I get emails from like film submissions from like you know email addresses like you know young guy yeah eighty six you're like first thing you want to do is tell the filmmaker you need to some professionalism is you know will yeah help it, you go it's, a long way yeah 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 exactly and I, I got something it was really weird because so from the very start that was a real focus of mine so I probably was focusing too much on that at the start you know like business cards and you know all that I was really mm-hmm. trying to do it properly but I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing so I was just in my head this is how you become a producer you know but like the short films for me is the most important thing do you know yeah like if there's any producer I would give you know if, if there's a guy who's made one short film like un- unfunded short film and he said what's your advice I'd be like right do another two or do another one like try and get money as quickly as possible mm-hmm. but don't wait for it so like do another unfunded one do you know mm-hmm. um like the key is to get a good festival screening. Like if you get a, you know, if you get a, if you get an unfunded short into Galway, you're gonna get funding. You know, you're like because it's a mark of excellence, and it's you know, it's all these little things that that people, when you know, the the make you believe, make them believe that you're a, or, uh, a director yeah. or writer or producer. Um, like once you get your finance short, you know, then that's the start of it. That's like you know, 
you're 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 solicited you know right. you like you've got northern Ireland screen or irish or screen ireland um you know back in and that's just invaluable like i spent a long time trying to um get the bfi to back me you know i spent like maybe three years you know i was lucky with northern Ireland screen because we did we went out and made a short film ourselves and i know for like called old man fly machine myself and john beer was our first film together and we made it for a grand we did like a crowdfunding before crowdfunding was a thing yeah. i literally sent a thousand emails and you know and like i was always really shameless like asking my best mate mates for 20 quid each you know wow. just i like because they understood that i'm an absolute pain in the ass at the best of times <laughs> so like just give them the money because they knew i was going to ask again you know yeah. and shame them if they didn't like it's just a complete dickhead we believe her in the like the beg borrow steal like you know school of producing like yeah know, just get it done whatever it takes yeah get it done and i know for a fact that when northern Ireland screen funded our first first short film yuki it went to the panel and there was a couple there was a couple of different um um films that were going for this one pot of money and I know that the powers, like whoever made the decision, turned around and said, "Give it to them because they delivered that for nothing. They'll deliver it." So you got to you got to show that you're keen, like, you know. And another thing is, I always say is like, ten years. It's gonna take you ten years before you even make a dent. Yeah, I believe you know, and like just shorts is the most important. Can I ask a personal question? Like, so you just got your first feature under your belt. You're saying it's taken you ten years. Like, what what stage of your life? You want to tell us what age you are by the time you got your first feature made? 37 37 yeah that's cool so yeah 37 so when you decided to quit your job and like go into this full time that was what three years ago maybe like 30 Uh, like you were you were mid 30s yeah 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 Yeah. it's really brave i like i just think that's an amazing decision that you made to but it wasn't like it didn't feel like a decision i kind of i felt like it was going to explode do you know because i was doing like because in the job i had you know i was assistant general manager of the company you know, I had like, it was a 60 hour a week job itself, you know, and I was just knackered and I got to the point where every minute, every minute that I wasn't, I was doing something that wasn't filmmaking was really winding me up, you know, so, but I was really lucky as well because, you know, during that seven year, eight years that I was uh, working in the engineering firm, I made like 10 short films. So it's, you know, doesn't take a genius to work out that I maybe wasn't fully focusing on my engineering job, do you <laughs> yeah. know? And I had like, so I, I would have called myself the best paid independent short film producer in the world because, you know, the day job. I don't care. Do. I'm out yeah. of that job and I took the piss so much. Yeah. Do you know? Like, and I, I like, that's where I learned delegation because I had so much to do in the engineering firm that I realized, right, well, if I'm going to shoot this short film in three months, I need to spend X amount of hours a day in work doing filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So like I really prioritize my time to get my engineering done. Like I could, like the amount of work I did in the engineering firm, I could have worked 20 hours a week or 10 hours a week. That's as much as I did. Mm. But it was like, you know, I was, yeah. I was just working short films flat out. Yeah. Um, so looking ahead to uh, future projects, um, the, the dig is obviously heading places. Um, gonna, I believe it's going to do really well. Yeah. Uh, right now you're on production on Normal People. Yeah, right. So that's the second film. So Liam Neeson, Leslie Manville, um, are leads, and directed by Lisa Barastasa and Glenn Leburn. So they did Good Vibrations, it's an amazing which team. which yeah. premiered here in 2015, 2014, yeah, about that, 2014. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like they're they're amazing. Like they're 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 the top directors in, in 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 northern ireland at the minute and obviously with this project it shows so and that script's written by owen mccafferty like you know i like when i talk about him 
I can easily say that he's one of Ireland's greatest living playwrights, you know, and mm-hmm. this is his first script. And like we've been working on that since 20, like I, at the very start of 2015, it was actually 2014 when I had the first phone call, our first meeting with David Holmes, who's producer on it as well with me, uh, with another guy called Piers Tempest. So there's three of us producing it. And like David, from the very start, he was like, he had heard of my reputation. And, but I'd only made shorts at that point. I hadn't even, the, the BAFTAs were, we were shortlisted, I think at that point, or, or nominated, I can't remember. And he was like, look, we've got this project. And he said, Owen McCafferty. I knew about Owen McCafferty. You know, it wasn't even like I went to the theatre much, but I knew of him. Do you mm-hmm. know, that's kind of the... The um, level he's at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and so that was the biggest, this, that was the biggest thing I did, actually, thinking back on it. He says, do you think you can do it? And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I don't even know where to begin. And I said, you're fucking right, I can. I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> of course I can. And then um, he was like, brilliant, let's go. And then I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Do you know? And it was learning on the job. And, you know, now, three and a half years later, you know, we're in production. We've just done our first week. And it's, you know, it's looking at the rushes. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen, you know? That's brilliant. Um, Yeah. yeah. Well, best of luck to you, Brian J. Faulkner. Thanks for being (laughs) Thank you. Cheers. That's our show. If you listened to last week's episode with the directors of The Dig, Ryan and Andy Toehill, then you'll know that in the time since we recorded this interview, The Dig won the Film Flaws Best Irish Feature Award. Normal People wrapped production in August, and I can't wait to eventually get to see it, especially since Brian is collaborating with two of my other favourite Northern Irish filmmakers, Glenn Lyburn and Lisa Barros de Sa. If you have any short follow-up questions for Brian, he is on Twitter at OOOFilms, that's Out of Orbit Films. You can find our show at Galway Film. And that's our first season! Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Please continue to leave us your feedback while we're on break, either if you're new to the show or if you think of something you'd like us to cover in season two. The 2019 Galway Film Flat takes place from the 9th to the 14th of July. We'll be back with season two in September. I'm Will Fitzgerald, reminding you there are many film festivals in the world, but only one film flat. Slánagas Bánat. Thank you.